Week six of the NBA season starts right now, and we're here to hold you down in your quest for fantasy basketball domination. Welcome to Game Pick Fantasy Basketball. I'm your host, Robin Marks. You can connect with me on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok at Game Pick Podcast. If you love fantasy sports, please consider subscribing. We release new episodes every single week. And make sure you stick around until the end of this episode, because if you miss any of these nuggets, you might lose your matchup this week. Now, I want to give you a little update. If you're watching us on YouTube, you can probably see that things look a little different than the first five episodes of the season. The reason is we were having some sound quality issues on the podcast um, version of the of the show, and because of that, I had to change it up. So instead of instead of me recording um, in restream and and sharing the 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 episodes live, um, we're gonna just record here uh, on Zoom, and then I'll upload the video. So with that being said, it might not be as um, you know, fancy or fresh with the overlays and all of that stuff, but hopefully the improved sound quality could 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 um you know give you guys the the experience the best experience possible in terms of these episodes. So I just want to make sure you guys were aware of that. Uh, another thing is make sure that you grab your fantasy season over sweatshirts they're available right now all you have to do is join our community and you'll get access to purchasing those they're only available to people in the game pick community so if you just want to go to the store and buy them that's not the way it you know it goes you got to actually be a part of our community and to get access to those you know those sweaters and those links um so let's jump into the content guys so the first thing this week is news and injuries Kyrie is back so that's the big news. Kyrie Irving came back. He started playing uh, this past Sunday of week five. Um, we're excited to see what he does. Uh, he had a pretty, you know, pedestrian comeback performance, uh, but it's just his first game back. We'll see how he ramps up. So if you have Kyrie on your team, it's time to fire him up. Now let's talk about some injuries. LaMelo, uh, LaMelo Ball has the injured ankle. He's supposed to be out um until the 20th november so he should be coming back really soon jamal murray out with covid he's supposed to be back november 22nd uh nikola Jokic out with covid as well they might have a little outbreak happening there in denver so he's going to be out until november 22nd and then cade cunningham this is a big one cade cunningham is out with a lower leg injury he's supposed to be out until december 14th. So there's going to be a lot of different, um, you know, fantasy implications due to his absence. We'll talk about that more later on in this episode. Uh, LeBron James out, out with a thigh injury until November 22nd. So he'll be back pretty soon. Another big one, John Morant out with an ankle injury, and he's going to be out until late November. Um, they're saying November 30th. Another big one, Tyrese Maxey out with a foot injury until December 11th. And of course, most of you know that James Harden is also out with a foot injury um, until December 5th. Uh, next segment, we want to go right into waiver wire targets. So just to piggyback off of Maxey and Harden both being out with uh, foot injuries, both being out until December, it's time to fire up Shake Milton. Shake Milton has um, been named as as one of the new starters so he's going to get tons of minutes i'd also be looking at de'anthony melton so the two waiver targets from philly i would be looking at shake milton and de'anthony melton next up because john morant is out tyus jones is a must add across all platforms um across 
all league types, he is going to pump out some serious, serious value. When Tyus Jones is on the floor, he's one of the most efficient point guards in the league. Arguably, you know, one of the best backup point guards in the NBA and could probably be a starting uh, NBA point guard, in, you know, for most teams. With that said, make sure you pick him up if he's available on your waiver wire. The next person we want to talk about for waiver wire targets is Tory Craig from the Phoenix Suns. Had a monster week uh, this past week. And also, he's really been the person stepping up in Cameron Johnson's absence. So I would take a look at Tory Craig. At least roll your dice on him. And if you didn't uh, hear last week, he was one of my waiver wire targets campaign. He's available in a ton of, a ton of leagues in Yahoo and ESPN guys we have to roster campaign so if he's available on your waiver wire make sure you take advantage of it and uh snatch him up the last person we want to talk about is killian hayes killian hayes is someone i was super high on when he was a rookie did not did not um live up to any of my expectations or maybe even the you know the other you know uh fantasy and nba analysts in the world so I was kind of disappointed in Killian Hayes for, for a couple of years, had him uh, in a bunch of my dynasty teams, and now he's starting to pick it up a little bit. And I think it might have something to do with the fact that he's surrounded with great by greatness, right? So people like Cade Cunningham, Jade, Jaden Ivey, he, he's around players, young players with tons and tons of upside. So I think because of that, him getting this new opportunity to maybe make a name for himself and carve out a role for himself. Uh, on, on this young Detroit Pistons team is an amazing opportunity. So I would fire up Killian Hayes, see how it goes, because he's still very young and he does still possess some upside. Speaking of upside, let's talk about today's sponsor, Thrive Fantasy. Come prop up on Thrive's Fantasy this season. Thrive Fantasy is a daily fantasy sports and esports app for player props. With Thrive, you can eliminate the countless hours of research and focus and only focus on the top tier athletes. Choose 10 out of 20 available player props to build your lineup. Each prop is assigned a fantasy value for both the over and the under based on how likely it is to hit. Hit the most props and rack up the most points to win a share of the prize pool. Thrive has over $200,000 guaranteed in prizes weekly. Use the code GAMEPICK when you sign up today and you will receive a 100% instant first deposit match up to $100. Download Thrive Fantasy on the App Store or Play Store or visit their website, www.thrivefantasy.com. Sign up and prop up today. The next thing we want to talk about is streaming. And in this segment, you know, if you're not familiar with streaming, basically, we're going to just break down the, the the days of the week that will be best for you to stream. And then we'll also talk about some of the teams that maybe have good or bad streaming weeks. Um, if you don't know what streaming is, basically you're dedicating a couple of your roster spots to cycle in players throughout your weekly matchups to kind of keep things balanced. Um, I'm going to do an episode just on streaming very soon. Just haven't had the time with everything happening at work, with family, all of that good stuff. So Let's talk about some of those low volume game days where we can actually stream. The first uh, game, first day of the week, we have eight games. You can stream on Monday, eight games on Monday. Tuesday, we have four games. You can definitely stream on Tuesday. On Wednesday, there are 12 games. It's going to be an action packed 
huge lineup for the NBA, you will not be able to stream that day. You'll likely have people on the bench who won't have a roster spot for your team. Thursday is Thanksgiving. No games, no streaming, nothing but turkey and football. Friday, 14 games. Too many games you won't be able to stream. Then on Saturday, we have four games. Yes, you can stream. And then Sunday, we have nine games. Yes, you can stream as well. The big thing you want to focus on this week are these teams, the Rockets, the Hornets, and the Raptors. The Rockets, the Hornets, and the Raptors only play two games this week. So I would not be targeting any players from those squads unless you were looking at long-term ads. Um, And also, if you're in a a weekly lock league where your lineups lock for the week, you want to stay away from players from those teams unless they're like the superstars from the teams. You can't like bench Pascal Siakam, right? Um, But if you're in a pickle and it's something you need to do, you might need to make that decision. Okay, so the next segment is going to be our Q&A from our Discord which is one of my favorite segments. I have some questions lined up over here. and We're just going to kind of go through a, f- a few of them. The first one is, um, is Kawhi, and this is from Gleechee. Gleechee says, is Kawhi for Russ a good trade? Is Kawhi for Russ a good trade? Um, Man, that's, that, that's kind of like, mm. listen, Kawhi Leonard has not been consistent this year. So he's been a health concern all year. Russ, although he has a pretty bad rap in real life, has been performing well in fantasy. So if I had Kawhi Leonard and I was like frustrated with everything that was happening, and just to let you know, disclaimer, I have no Kawhi Leonard stock. Excuse me, let me get a sip. I have no Kawhi Leonard stock. I did not draft him anywhere this offseason. I have been very, very straightforward about my position on drafting Kawhi Leonard. I think he's a great guy. I think he's 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 a fun guy, all that good stuff. Great player. I'm just not messing with him in fantasy. I'm not banging with Kawhi Leonard. Russell Westbrook was kind of in the same boat, but this season he's been performing pretty well for fantasy. So I would say I would take the um the Russell Westbrook side on that trade. The next question comes from Scone. He says Jalen Brown or Demar in points. It, it's debatable, uh, but I definitely love Demar Derozan. You know, um, I don't have their stats in front of me right now, but I know they're both comparable players um, in in points leagues. But Demar Derozan is a killer man, and you know what he's done in the last couple of years in Chicago. I, I want to be a part of that wave. Um, this one is from Aussie Boomers. What up, Aussie Boomers, who is one of our OG members of the Discord community. So big respect to you. That's one of our Australian people. We got tons of people from Australia in our group. Um, should I look to trade Vassell and Keldon soon, or will they return to what they were doing at the start of the season? So Vassell and Keldon have both had some some issues with injuries, a little bit of fluctuation in, in their output. You know, they're young guys, Aussie Boomers. And I think that when you have young guys on your team, 
it's important to have some patience, especially if we're talking like dynasty, right? If you're in a dynasty league, somebody somebody that that might be, be way better next year than they are this year, it's something you want to have some patience for. But I wouldn't be against moving either of those guys. I think that although although they have tons of upside, I don't feel like it's anything that's like an untradeable asset. However, I wouldn't go moving them when they're in a decline or when they're injured. I would wait, of course, to sell high on those. Great question. Um, this is from Parth. Parth says, how LaMelo is expected and how much you expect him to be valued. So um, Parth, I love LaMelo. And LaMelo gets is getting a bad rap this season because he was a first round asset and he's he's not been available to play. So because of injury, by default, he is not a first round value right now. Um, so for me, what do I expect him? Where do I expect him to be valued? By the end of the season, I think he'll be like in points leagues, like a you know, a top 20, 25 player. And I think for category leagues, it'll be the same thing. I think he'll be like a top 20 player. Um, but he has, and that's a per game at a per game um, you know, basis on a per game basis, not you know, his total points, obviously, because he he won't be playing that much. But on a per game basis, I think once he gets going and he gets fired up, he's going to be valuable. So if you hold him, I would, you know, if you have him on your team, I would hold him. And if you don't have him on your team, I would consider buying low. And um, we'll talk about that a little later later on in the episode. Um, uh, Rice says, is AD a sell high for points leagues? Absolutely. Uh, I think that Anthony Davis at any moment i'm just waiting for a banana peel a bright yellow banana peel to slide up on the you know on the crypto.com arena floor and he slips and hurts himself knock on wood i hope it doesn't happen i pray it doesn't happen i don't want any players to get injured but history is history right and history says that anthony davis at some point this season won't be playing because of injury so if he's doing what he's doing now you have him you probably grabbed him in the second round, maybe even the third. I saw him going in the third round in um in drafts this year. And he is typically a first round guy. If you can move him right now for like, you know, something really, really nice, like maybe uh package him in with somebody else to get like a Luka, a Giannis, a Jokic, then I would go for it. So is he a sell high? I think so. David Vega, David Vega, another OG member of the Discord community, says thoughts on Ben on Ben Simmons picking it up lately. I think it's I think it could be real. Um, I think it's gonna take a little bit of time for him to settle in to the level of fantasy, you know, value that we've seen from him over the years, right? People forget, man, like Ben Simmons for fantasy was that guy. He was like one of the guys that especially in dynasty leagues or in keeper leagues, like he was really somebody you were looking to hold on with, hold on to with a bright future. For the last few years, his reputation has been tarnished in fantasy. This season, he's been like, like average, you know what I'm saying? Or, or below average, I, should, I would even say. And now he's kind of getting into the swing of things. So what I would do if I was a Ben Simmons owner, because I don't have faith in like the Nets right now. And this is from a New York guy. Like I'm a New York sports fan. I love the Nets, Jets, Nets, you know, Mets, everything. I would trade him. 
after the next big game, I would see if you could get some decent value back for him um, because I don't have faith in it holding up. Okay, we'll take one more question. This one is from Brett HD3. He says, if I traded for KD, what couple players could I get? Mm, that's a good one. I think for KD, you could definitely get like a Donovan Mitchell plus something else. You know what I'm saying? Um, maybe like Donovan Mitchell and Sabonis. You could ask for something like that. But if um if you if you're the KD owner. I would hold KD. But if you're trying to get KD off of somebody, you want to give them one really good overperforming asset, someone like Donovan Mitchell who wasn't drafted in the first round but is giving you first-round production, maybe find somebody like that and then throw in a second piece and then you could probably make the deal. I would probably start with, and this is something I talk about in our um, you know, how to make a trade playbook. You can get that for free if you join our Discord community is doing um, gradual increase in in your trade offer. So I would start with a one-for-one, one, like I'm going to give you Donovan Mitchell for KD. Once the guy replies to you and is like, hey, no, I, I declined that trade. You know, I, I don't want that trade. Or he's like, what he counters, then you know you're in a negotiation. And once you're in a negotiation, you keep that going. If you have to text them, call them, just keep it going back and forth. But just know that someone rejecting your trade offer is still a form of negotiation. So once he says no to KD for Donovan straight up, then I would add a layer to it. Okay, I'll give you Donovan Mitchell plus, you know, Sabonis, whoever it is. And then throw in another piece, then give him a three for one, turn that to a four to two, four for two, whatever it is to kind of make that deal come to fruition okay so that's it for q a let's go right into buy low sell highs so our buy low sell high players for week six for me i'm all about making moves for injured players so when somebody goes down if i know that they're going to be back for a couple of weeks i know their owner is panicking the owner is like below 500 he's like what am i going to do i got these injured players that i've drafted high i need to like figure something out that those are the people I target. So this week, my buy low first one is going to be John Morant. So I know people are out there with John Morant. They're like, Oh my God, he's going to be out to December. Like, what, what are we going to do? I would throw some offers their way. Um, a good player that I've been throwing some offers out. And I know um, David Vega, who's in our uh, game pick dynasty league. I'm sending, I sent him offers Kyrie for John Morant straight up Kyrie and, you know, so-and-so, but Benedict Matherin for, for uh, John Morant. Let's go two for one. If you can move Kyrie right now for one of these injured players, that's the kind of move you would make. So John Morant is my first by low. The next one is LaMelo ball. He's out. Um, and the next one is not an injured player. It's somebody that people believe is not the same player that he used to be. And that's Carl Anthony Towns. And I think Carl Anthony Towns had a few good games in the last couple of weeks, but overall he's not performing at the level that we had known and expected of him. With that said, I think it's a great buy low opportunity. Let's talk about our sell highs. He was on our sell high list last week. I believe Donovan Mitchell, somebody we have to try to see if we can flip him into some first round value. So if you can get... Uh, Donovan Mitchell and another piece to bring home Giannis, Luka, or Jokic. That's what I would be thinking about. The next sell high player is Bo Bo. 
Bobo came out of nowhere, but I don't I don't know if this is sustainable. So if you have Bobo and he's putting up those numbers, next time he drops one of those like five block games with three threes, all of that, he scores like 70 fantasy points. You try to trade him away and see if you can get you some um, value in that return. And the last sell high is Kyrie Irving. And I know Kyrie Irving is not performing, I should say, performing at a sell high level right now. What I'm saying is if Kyrie has an, uh, you know, a breakout game where he like goes drops 50 this week or next week you sell you know on Kyrie Irving and I think like you have to I have no confidence that New York the the Brooklyn Nets are gonna work this out I want them to I want to root for them yo like when they got hard and I was with my family on a walk like I remember it like yesterday. Every time I, I drive down that street where we were walking, I get a pain in my side. Like, you believe that? They had Kyrie Irving, Kevin Durant, and James Harden on the same freaking team. So because of stuff like that, I have no faith in the Brooklyn Nets working this out. I pray to God that I'm wrong, but I doubt it. So I would trade Kyrie. I would move away from that dumpster fire as soon as you could. I can't. Okay. So um, next segment is fantasy basketball creators of the week. This week, I'm going to give it out to the fantasy birds, the fantasy birds on YouTube. Check their content out. Super duper valuable. Been binging their content. Love what you guys are doing. Keep it up. Last segment, we're going to go into the shot outs. As you know, if you've ever seen this show, a big part of what we do is honor and show uh, gratitude to all of the people who are part of our community. So I'm going to go through and just share the names of our newest Discord members and give them a quick shout out. First up, who they signed up today, actually joined our community today at 10, 16 p.m. Right now at the time of recording that this is 11, 15, so about an hour ago. That's short bam. We got Sean DeBot, Blending, Dylan Guyon 5, Barney 13, Crook IDY, love it, Young Boy 679, yes, BD Trey 0506, Beast, GSL Slopman, Tris Fire, yes, Yeet Master, yes. Uh, when I say yes, that means I really love their name. Duck, Duck, ya on that quack. ZXNO, the one who knocks. What the trip? Boom. Doozy. Re Reggie Miller. Hey, Reggie. Didn't know we had Reggie Miller in here. We got NBA greatness. Mr. Pogi. Aiden LFC11. TA. Easy Money Cole. Honey Badger. Reister underscore 87. That's Green 1072. Ugale Booga. Shane1333. Boy for Jesus, yes. Gilmore, Cobb, Ethan's Naguin, Iso, Mickey Mouse 3, Will Trademark, Parth, Foggy Throne, Goat, Jaden, Muzul, Quentin 2009, Zams, Arkham, Arkham Khan 212, okay. Cruton Babies, you lost. Joseph the 6'9 professional, ew. Riken, Luigi, Pool Party, Voltsy, Zanji, Debor, 
Bryson, Vish Aki 7, Frosty, Joseph Dis 23, Maxim Skosis, Daniel 2 Goaded, Danum, D A N M, Mini underscore Gamer RM, Jake, John 929552, Not Fishy LOL, yes, Sufyan. MSQ Assassin. Okay. Bumley 6969. Ayo. Isaac. Arcanum. Nikki Two Socks. Yes. Alex Blizzard. Yes. Alex Leb 10. Zane. Tane. O Dog. J. NK. Nilrock. A. Bruh. Yes. Smithereens. Last but not least. Black. Scion, Black Scion. Love it, love it. If you have an idea for a future episode, please drop a comment and let us know. Also, please join our private Discord server if you need help with waiver wire pickups, trades, dynasty questions, team names, the works. All you have to do is hit the link in the description of this episode to join. Also, don't forget to bang on that subscribe button hit us with a thumb thickety thumbs up and leave us a review on apple Podcasts. and don't forget play the waivers set your lineups and grab a sweatshirt you freaking fantasy nerd